Welcome to the Building PA Podcast, the voice of the construction industry throughout Pennsylvania. Here are your co-hosts, Chris Martin and John O'Brien. Hello and welcome to the Building PA Podcast. I am co-host John O'Brien from the Keystone Contractors Association, coming to you from a beautiful day here in central Pennsylvania. The sun is out. It feels like summer here, so life is good in central PA. I hope life is just as well in Pittsburgh, where my fellow co-host Chris Martin is checking in from. Chris, what's going on today? Hey, John. It's always beautiful in Pittsburgh. There's never a gray cloud in the sky. There's never anything to worry about. It's literally the perfect place to be. Awesome. And if anybody's ever been to Pittsburgh, they know that I am full of it. So thank you for being here today on the Building PA Podcast. I am Chris Martin, and I am president of Atlas Marketing. And you can check us out at atlasstories.com. And John, as we do all the time, we have some really, really great, great conversations and great guests. And I think this is probably the best opportunity to talk about something that's really, really cool for the construction. Yes. 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 And we really branch out, but we really branch out across the state here. So you're on the West side of the state. I'm in the center part and our guests are from the Lehigh Valley area. So this is very exciting here and fitting that it's on the building PA podcast. Now we're touching the entire state here with this. So, but without further ado, what do you say we bring on our guests and introduce them to the audience here? Uh, it thrills me and excites me because I got a little taste of this program about a month ago in Lehigh Valley. I went to a conference and was introduced to Let's Build of Lehigh Valley. And I just thought it's awesome. Great program as a father of three daughters and Chris has two daughters. Anything that encourages females and young females is awesome. But our guests who know the program inside and out, and they launched the program, I can't wait to learn about it. But from that time when I met Kristen in Lehigh and you told me about the program, I thought, this is all, this is why Building PA podcast exists to talk about stuff like this. Um, I'm really excited about this. But without further ado and me mumbling on, why don't you guys introduce yourselves and let us let the audience know who you are. Well, I'm Kristen Fallon. I am with the Let's Build Construction Camp for Girls, and I am one of the co-founders of the organization. There you go. And my name is John Latson. I'm also a co-founder of the Let's Build Construction Camp for Girls. My day job is a manufacturer's representative of some building materials and do this on the side. Cool. Nice. So let's talk about this side gig. What is Let's Build? <laughs> So we are a free week-long camp for girls ages 12 to 18 to explore all aspects of the architecture, engineering, construction, and building product manufacturing world, just to show them that they have a place somewhere within our industry and just provide them opportunities that they would not necessarily have by going to school. And we've been doing this since June 2017. That was our first year, and we are well into it and we've welcomed over a hundred girls into our program already. Awesome. This is a brilliant program. Just from what you've just said, I don't know of anything, at least, you know, here in the Western part of the state that has anything that is comparable to this. So, so with that, help us understand, like, how did you come up with this idea? Like were you sitting around having coffee one day and go, you know what, we need this, 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 and this, this is the most viable option or how did let's build 
build itself. Yeah. So it's an interesting story. When Let's Build came to fruition, I was the president of the local CSI chapter, Construction Specifications Institute. And we were looking for ways to work with some of the other organizations in the area. And one of those was ABC, Associated Builders and Contractors, who Kristen was with. And so we kind of caught wind of, of this idea and brought it to our boards and met, and we both love the idea. You mentioned you have three daughters, John, and Chris has two. I have four daughters. So I trump you both. But I was looking for ways to, to introduce my own girls, my own daughters to this industry that I have my livelihood in. So we continued to meet over coffee and breakfast and hash up some ideas. And one of the things that, you know, we really wanted to focus on is showing the girls the entire industry. I mean, there's obviously a big push to get women in the trades, but it's just as important to also show them how architects and engineers coincide in the industry, right. how manufacturers, representatives like myself or manufacturers of building materials, how they, you know, fit into the whole scheme of things. So, um, yeah, after that uh, first couple of meetings, we grabbed a couple of uh, quite a few volunteers and got to work. Nice. So that was 2017, you said? Yeah, we started that in 2016. Our planning started in 2016. Okay. And then I've our first of... held June 2017. That's when we pulled all of everyone together and, and pulled it off. And never did we know that it would become this successful as it has been. Awesome. That's great. I bet a lot has changed since 2017, since the first year. To a certain extent, there's always things, there's positives and negatives that you can glean and always learn from. And I feel like every single camp that we conduct, we know what works and we continue with that. And there's many facets to our original camp that we have kept in place, but also every year we're always learning new things and we're integrating that into the camp. So we've expanded certain things. We've learned we need to do a little bit more teaching or some safety things, and we've integrated that into the camp and it's always ways to improve. Nice. When you have your camp, is it always in the same location or does it move around? Like talk a little bit about the logistics of the camp, if you will. We have moved locations a couple of times. Originally, the camp was held at Associated Builders and Contractors Eastern PA Chapters Training Facility in Allentown, but we have moved it over to Bethlehem Area Votech because that's important. A lot of times for our girls, it's their first opportunity to set foot into a career technical school and specifically the construction wing. So they're getting that experience right off the bat. And especially for that sweet spot age from ages 12 to 14, that's a great way to recruit them to go into a career tech school. So we feel like that is a really great place for them to explore the, the trades in general. And we do have our instructors that many of them are actually career tech school instructors too. So they have that experience of working with younger kids. And then the girls also get to see those instructor, instructors in action. And we have successfully gotten kids to go directly into career tech school through their experience at camp. Nice. That's great. How do kids get involved? Obviously the Lehigh Valley. I see it on John shirt. Lehigh Valley, let's build. But like, is it for specific school districts or is it for Allentown city schools or just the whole area? Or how do people find out about it? It's everywhere. We've been very blessed. Our camp has gotten word around the nation and we've welcomed girls as far as Wisconsin. Wow. To oh. 
and Virginia, New Jersey, New York. Everyone is welcome. That's one thing. It's everyone is always welcome at this camp. And that's something that we pride ourselves at. It doesn't matter what your socioeconomic position is, you're welcome at camp. And if parents are willing to drive all the way to Allentown for a week, <laughs> go for it. We're welcome. <laughs> nice. So it's once a year in June, I believe I heard. And then is there like an average number of, of girls that go through it each year? We have found our, our sweet spot is usually about 20 girls. I think this year we're going to have a couple more than that. I think we have 22 or 23, but 20 girls, it works out quite well from a hands-on perspective so they can maximize the amount of time that they're doing hands-on activities, as well as from a volunteer load. We're fully run through volunteers, so we have to balance that aspect of everything. But yeah, usually 20 girls, we do five groups of four girls. And are the um, five groups kind of all doing the same type of task during the way of the same project? And Yeah, so what they do... We've built this around essentially developing or building a mock-up wall. So we have an L-shaped wall that's usually six foot by eight foot and it's six foot tall. And the girls will do every aspect of making that wall. So the first day they'll get in there and they'll do carpentry. So they'll frame it out with two by four studs. Second day is usually electrical and plumbing and HVAC, depending on what we're going to do each year. We do the drywall, we do exterior siding, we do typically some sort of masonry aspect of it. And then we finish off with some flooring and painting, which is usually one of their most popular days is the day that they get to finish it and make it their own. But yeah, each group will do the same thing throughout the week, building their, their mock-up. We also do roofing as well. That's another facet. We we average about nine trades in one week. Wow. But we do break it up for the girls. So on Wednesday, we kind of give them a reprieve. And that's our big field trip day where girls will go to a building product manufacturer. So for instance, this year, we're going to ATAS International, which is headquartered here in Allentown. And the girls will actually get to see what it's like to produce metal roofing or siding. And we'll also oh, go great. to an architecture firm, as well as an engineering firm. So the girls can experience what it's like going inside of a firm. Cool. Fantastic. It is. So I have to ask you, I'm curious because it's a camp for girls. How many female instructors do you have? That's a funny one. So camp started the first couple of years with a very few female instructors. We had some amazing instructors from high school and from the Votech. But as we have continued on through the years, more and more women have come to assist. And right now we do have, this year we'll have two co-main instructors, one who's a female who went to Votech vocational school and worked in the field. And then a second who is a vocational instructor who's a male. So we'll have one female, one male as, as the main instructors, but we'll have quite a few hands-on instructors as well who are female. That's great. <laughs> and as you're talking, the marketing guy in me is like, just going crazy. Like there's so many things that you could do around this, which is fantastic. So what's like, from your perspective as the founders, like what's a day in the life of a camper like? <laughs> We start bright and early as it happens in the construction industry. So we start at 7.30 a.m. 
And we will go through a safety tail board in the beginning. We'll also discuss with them what will be taking place throughout that day. And we'll cover some of the instruction. This is, these are the tools you're going to use. This is what we're going to do. And then we'll go out to the floor and have the girls work on it. And then typically during lunchtime, they will have a lunch and learn. So while they're eating, we'll have a featured speaker come in to talk about a particular topic. For instance, sustainability. What is the future of construction looking like from an environmental standpoint? Or in the past, we've had people who are women empowerment coaches to come and talk about that because that's a whole other facet that we talk about is about leadership, confidence, self-esteem. Because those are imperative for any person, regardless of gender, to have. And we're planting that seed early. So we'll have people like that come in and talk also. And then at the end of the day, we do clean up and it's four o'clock. They're completely tired. They're exhausted. (laughs) And we send them home to rest and recuperate. And then they're back again for the next day to go through the whole cycle again. And one of the questions I think Chris asked earlier was how we've changed over the years. And and one of those changes is we're doing a little more stations. So we have the main, the main project, but then we have these little breakout stations that we do throughout the week. So for instance, this year, one of the breakouts that we had it last year and they're coming back this year is a simulator trailer from one of the manufacturers or one of the excavating companies. And so the girls will get to experience what it's like to drive a bulldozer and to drive a big dump truck through the course of a simulator. So that okay. gives them a little bit of a break from the building and allows them to, to get a little bit of downtime and, and have some fun as well. And I have to interject a little bit because one of my favorite stories of all time in 2021, we had a 12 year old girl who was, she was just so intelligent, so driven and she outshone everybody at camp, including volunteers, because we got to go into simulators as well. And she just nailed it. And she just kept wanting to do it. Any t- chance she had, she wanted to go back into the simulator. So that was like such a cool aspect. Someone so young just took to it and fully got it. I never did that whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's, awesome. That's not easy. No, it's not, not easy. <laughs> so you've been around seven years. I'm assuming you get some repeats and some girls come back through again, multiple years. Have you had any that have moved on to perhaps some sort of college or schooling or Votech or even the trades, or whatever, any of that because of this program kind of planted the seed in their life and they're Absolutely. working towards that? Yep. Yes. So that's one thing. So as soon as camp is over, we're always open. If a camper has questions about career pathways, we're here to help support them and point them in different directions where they need to go, whether it is an apprenticeship program, a two-year community college, or a four-year school, we can help guide them. And I've already assisted a girl with, she was a first-generation college student, and she didn't know how to fill out a college application. So I, over a weekend, I was on the phone with her, helping her fill out her college application and writing letters of reference for her. And, but also we have been able to place some of our girls with some of our sponsors. For instance, there is a carpentry contractor here in the Lehigh Valley, and he's been with us since day one of camp. He has, he's loved this program. And a few of our girls have, have gone on from camp to, uh, to work for him and they're in apprenticeship program and they have now come back as volunteers also. So it's come full circle, which is awesome. Oh, we can give them a plug. It's our RL Ruppert. I'm not sure if we can give plugs, but uh, RL oh, yeah. Ruppert's been a, a, a very, very 
excellent supporter of us over the years. And yeah, that's the company that some of the girls who worked with. That's great. And also with one of our building product manufacturers, ATAS International, my favorite story of all time is we had a girl, she was, she was on the autism spectrum and she was somewhat limited to what she could do with, with the hands-on construction. However, when we took her to ATAS International, she, she completely transformed and her eyes got bright and she, I'll never forget this. She grabbed my shoulder and she said, this is what I want to do. And it was just so amazing to see her light up like that and showing her she has an opportunity somewhere in this industry. I have chills right now talking about this. And last day of camp, her mom came in with tears in her eyes and she said, thank you for showing my daughter she has a place somewhere. And that's my favorite story. So we never expected any of this to happen, but we've transformed lives. And that's the one thing that we all have an opportunity to do in this industry is be that positive change and help impact the life of, of our youth. And the camp is just one way that people can do that. So I, I have to ask, how can, how can businesses get involved? How you mentioned several, several companies are working with in, in the Lehigh Valley, but I mean, Pennsylvania's a big state and I know yeah. we've got a lot of listeners across the state and across the world. So, Hey guys, let's pony up and let's help yeah. these guys out. How can we do it? Kristen, you can do that one. Okay. <laughs> That's Kristen's favorite. So there are many ways that people can get involved. We have people travel here from other states to come and volunteer at our camp. So we have people this year, it's specifically from New Jersey and also as far away as Phoenix, Arizona that are coming out to volunteer at our wow. camp because they want to have that positive impact. They want to make a difference and share their talents and, and skills with, with our girls. So we can volunteer. We always are taking financial donations. There's in-kind donations. So if there's a company that can spare some product to help help us keep our costs low, we greatly appreciate that. But also, if you can't come out to Allentown, start something in your own area. Volunteer with Habitat for Humanity. Volunteer at a school. There, A lot of schools are always wanting people in different industries to come out and talk to students on, on career days. So reach out to your local school, talk to a career tech school to see if you can come out and be a part of, of their curriculum committees that are led by industry experts. There's so many ways for people to get involved. And, and that's a great opportunity that we all have as industry professionals is to continue our legacy in the construction industry. So, and we're always happy to help guide people to how can I make a difference? What can I do? You can start your own camp, whether it is for girls or for boys, start your own camp, work with other organizations to, to bring a camp to your area also. And we've been there to help support others that are doing what we do, help guide them. We've learned a lot throughout the years and we can help guide people what, what works, what doesn't work. And, and just to have that ripple effect, make a positive impact in the community and the world that we're living in. Beautiful. Great message. Absolutely. Man. John, I, I'm reminded as we're talking of the episode that we did with the two ladies that were in, or the women, I should say, not ladies, because that sounds like I'm an old white guy, which I am. Their names, we were at the Hamden Center in outside of Harrisburg, and we interviewed the two ladies that were in the trade. Oh, and yeah, yeah. yeah. From John was earlier talking about, about leadership. I think Kristen talked about leadership and yep. mentoring and those type of things. Like, 
there are women out there and that are very, very interested in this. And I encourage everybody to listen to that episode. Maybe we can include it in the, in the, in the production notes of, the, of this episode. But the, the aspect of seeing the pride on women's face, but men as well that work in this industry. But the aspect, I, I can only imagine that feeling that you got when that young girl came to you and said, this is what I want to do. That has to drive you and motivate you. That's awesome. That's the thing. It's helping the girls out, but I think it helps out our volunteers also. Yeah. They get to learn. They get to be leaders. We encourage young professionals in the industry to get involved too, because they can share their unique perspective. And they're a little bit younger than some of us who are Gen Xers and beyond. They can help relate to the girls a little bit better, but it's they're they're able to to share their story, their skills, their talents with these girls, and it's just it's an uh, awesome yep. experience. We've had a number of campers who are volunteers helping, and and they're not even helping necessarily with the trades specifically, but they're helping with other things. They're there to sit with the girls during breaks and and talk with them and and share TikToks together, do all of the the little things that they remember from camp as being impactful. And now they get to pass that along to the, to the newer campers. That's great. That's awesome. great. Well, Chris and John, I have to thank you for joining us today. And I, like I said before, you've got my mind thinking of people that we might be able to introduce you and try to help to literally build, let's build into, into the vision that you have. So thank you so much for joining us today. This has been fantastic. Hey, if I could throw in one more quick story, because Kristen got a really good story. And the one most impactful thing that I've had on camp, and this happened the first year, completely out of unplanned. The first day you're building the wall. Second day, the girls are coming in, they're wiring up the wall. And then we get to the point where everything is wired and they flip the switch for the very first time. And that is an aha moment to them. They giggle yeah. like little girls like little schoolgirls, and they jump up down and, and clap and laugh. And that's the first time where they really, truly see uh, the impact of what they did. They really, truly see a result of the work that they did. So that's always a fun one for, for anyone who does come to camp is to be on second day when we do the electrical aspect of things. They accomplished it themselves, you know, and yep. it's, it's such an awesome experience to see. Thanks that's for awesome. sharing, John. That's a great story. And again, thank you both for being with us today. Thanks. Thank you. you. Thanks for your time and for uh, your interest. Thank you. If people are interested in learning more about the camp, they can visit letsbuildcamp.com and it'll talk about, you can watch videos about um, what we've done in the past and just a little bit of more information how they can get involved with the camp. Perfect. Little plug. I had to do it. Look <laughs> away. That's what we're here for. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Thank you for joining the Building PA podcast. To stay up to date, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook and visit buildingpapodcast.com to subscribe to upcoming shows. Thanks for listening.